Hey guys, thanks for tuning into Masses World this week. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and give it a five-star rating and review wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to follow my day-to-day life, my Twitter handle is at Massed14 and my Instagram is at MassWorld14. I hope you enjoy the show. Now here's a quick message from our sponsors. Welcome into episode four of Masses World podcast. Today we're going to take a deep dive into our Disney World trip that we took in April and discuss topics like the Flower and Garden Festival, our top attractions, our favorite places to eat. Without further ado, I'd like to welcome in uh, my wife, Anne. Hello. Um, We've been married for just over three years um, and I've been going on this trip for about since I was seven. My dad's been taking me and this is what? I think my Fifth or sixth trip, maybe sixth? Yeah, fifth or sixth. And um, this one was a little different, though. Um, my dad went with us as well, and we got to surprise you. Usually, you know, we kind of build up this whole Disney trip, and we plan it all together. And um, you just kind of showed up and Yeah, it was got awesome. It was awesome because usually it's like at least six months, if not a year, of anticipation. And so the surprise, I found out. And we just were going to Disney World. It was so surreal. It was amazing. Yeah, it was so fun. Um, and I, I, I want to preface with this question. A lot of people ask me, like, why do you go to Disney every year? And they're, they're genuinely curious of, of, like, why we just continue to run it back. And we boiled it down to three things. It was, like, we're with people that we love, mm-hmm. um, with really good food. Such good food. And then you get to exercise. And the rides, just yeah, everything. The, it's, it's just fun. And... and You'd think that they might get redundant, but I, I haven't found that mm-hmm. personally. And when you say exercise, like we we walk, I would say about eleven miles a day. So yeah, you're keeping up. You're with getting the your steps in for sure. And it's boy, it's it's just a ton of fun. Um, we also feel like we're kind of semi Disney experts. We <laughs> we feel like we've gotten like to think. Yeah, we've gotten our trip down to a science. Mm-hmm. Our our preferred trip. Yep. Um, and that I think that's kind of the beauty of it. It's like you can cut it however. You can tailor it to however you like. Yeah, and you know, like we're not the big, we're not gonna go to Disney World and hang out by the pool all day. We're yeah. gonna do different stuff, but that that may be for you. Mm-hmm. Um, do the half day type things, yeah. but we've kind of found a rhythm that that we like, and we'll go into that a little bit more later in the in the show. But I want to move into. Um, Going in April. This was the first time we've ever been in April. Usually we go during the wiltering heat. <laughs> Middle of the summer. Yeah. Or we've been at Christmas, which it feels like it's just as hot as summer because... There's so many people. Literally, you cannot walk no. without bumping into someone. Yeah. It's it's True. it's amazing and it's gorgeous in the Christmas time. It is. It's Their so, decorations are amazing. They're special. Yeah. Um, it's just a very crowded time and, and we'd prefer to choose a the less crowded and um, go. But we went um, during the Garden of Flower on accident. Yeah, it just kind of worked out. We didn't realize it was happening. It worked out. And we always had tried to go to the the food and wine from September to November. But it just never really worked out just because of my schedule. Um, And so, you know, when we got to go in April, I was starting to look up things that were going on. And I was like, oh, wow. Sweet. And April's key, too, because most kids are in school. It's past spring break. It's not summer yet. And so 
there's not as many families, especially during the week when you don't have the locals that are visiting on the weekend. Sure. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of go in and describe it a little bit. Um, basically, at at Epcot they have um, a ton of new food options, um, and then they have I don't know how to phrase this correctly bushes. I know, uh, we, need, we need to understand what the term is actually yeah. called because we butcher this. But they they cut out the Disney characters out of... Um, bushes. Bushes. <laughs> and it, they're unbelievable. Like, yeah. they look realistic if they weren't green. Uh-huh. And, it's um, incredible. I mean, the level of detail. If Google Flower and, Wine, or Flower and Garden Festival and you'll see what we're talking about. It's It's a joke incredible. and we need to find the correct verbiage for it. But <laughs> anyways, it's it's ridiculous and... Um, just kind of to go in why this is kind of a game changer. It adds a different element to Disney World at Epcot. Um, and we, we, we love Epcot and we stay at the boardwalk for, for two reasons. One of them we'll get into later with our desserts, but the other one is we just love the food at Epcot. So when they have all these new little kiosks around, um, World Showcase, it's just, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's amazing. And then. Not to mention the weather. And the boardwalk, for those of you who don't know, it has a an entry directly into Epcot. Called the International Gateway. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to take any kind of transportation. It's easy to get in. There's really no lines. So yeah, it's and, super convenient. Right. And then I wanted to hit on the, the weather. Yeah. Like it was 75. It was amazing. Every day. It was a... We're used to sweating by, I mean, the moment. Because Orlando's so humid, too. Yeah. And so when you walk out, I'm wearing a jacket and leggings. Um, in the morning, and I really don't take my jacket off until what, like twelve thirty one. Yeah, and so it was just it was incredible. And well, it's just man, it's just gorgeous out. Um, we did something a little unique this year when we found out we were going. We said, well, how can we, you know, we're we had about one and a half Epcot days built in, and we we're like, how can we work in the flower and garden mm-hmm. to our trip? And and what we did is we decided to have a a lunch around each kiosk and, and kind of what our thing was is hey, grab and go grab and go we were going to walk up to every kiosk and it had a little menu and every time we walked up to a new one we'd rotate who got to pick what we were eating um, so we'd grab it and we'd split it and then we'd go to the next kiosk <laughs> and grab it and split it and it ends up sounding like a ton of food but they're it's bite-sized it is bite-sized it's it's like it's almost it's snacking. You're like it's, snacking yeah, you're sna- snacking around the world. Uh-huh. That's a good way to put it. And we and we loved it. It was awesome. And it was good. It was really good. Um, what what did what was your favorite? So my favorite it was in front of Germany. Um, I think it was called the Barn Market. Barn Market, yeah. And it was it was a toasted pretzel bread, and it had um, black forest ham, and then just I think it's Swiss cheese melted on top of it, and it was it was so. It was good. good. I, I really Just, liked it as well. It was well. savory and um, it wasn't too heavy because I think the it was a smaller, like bite size. Sure. But it was that was my top for sure. Yeah, I think I think my favorite was um, this is gonna sound some funny, but corn on the cob. Yeah. Um, it was special corn on the cob. It was called street corn, um, and it had this garlic butter spread. And this was from Trowel and Trellies. Mm-hmm. Um, this was near the entrance to the world showcase but oh my gosh it was like broken up croutons you know kind of sprinkled on this garlic, garlic spread cheese was involved yeah it was it was <laughs> it was awesome and i just 
I don't know. I can't recommend the Garden and Flower enough. Yeah, it was it was awesome because something that we heard about the Food and Wine Festival, which happens in the fall, um, is that it's great. But I think it's gotten really popular over the years. So the the Flower and Garden is almost it's still a little, little key. Yeah, it's a little bit more of a hidden secret now. Yeah, no, I I think that's awesome. So if you can get out there during this time of year, I believe it's from April to the end of May. Mm-hmm. Um, it is totally worth it. Totally worth it. Um, it might be March. I, I don't know. I call myself a Disney expert, but <laughs> you know, um, you can look it up. But it's it, make it happen. Go during that time. So I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of segue um, into the meat of this podcast and the reason we really wanted to do this. We wanted to make a tops list for anyone going mm-hmm. um, of stuff that you need to hit or restaurants you need to go to, but. Um, this is again just our opinion, and I mean this is kind of the way we tailor our yep. trip, and it it really works for us. So we're gonna kind of split our lists. We made a um, a couple different lists. We made a top five thrill attractions, a top five relaxed attractions. Um, then we're gonna hit on our top three favorite restaurants and our top three desserts um, in Disney World, and um, you know. Maybe kind of a big ask to hit all of them in one trip. Yeah. Quite frankly. Definitely. But if you can pull it off, um, it's totally worth it. There's a there's something called the refresh method that will help you get fast passes. You can look into that if you want to do that. Um, but it's a it's a strategy to make sure and try and get, get all everything the good rides. right. So, um, in no particular order, we're going to go through the top five thrill attractions first. And you know, these are family friendly coasters. Yeah. But they still are thrill rides. They're still super fun. And you know, I think they're safe for the whole family by and large. Right. There's always a height limit, but Yeah, and there might be some might be a little bit more intense than yeah. most, but uh, I think it's fairly, you know, tame. Um so without you know, without further ado, um these are in no order. Number one, Splash Mountain mm-hmm. at Magic Kingdom. Just a classic. And and honestly, it's not really a thrill ride until the one big drop. Right, that's really the only element of that ride that is thrill. It's a log ride essentially is the best way to describe it. Right, and it's 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 twelve minutes. It's like it's a it's worth a long, it ride. It's, it's the a longest worth, ride in Disney. I believe so. Yeah. Um, I think it's worth the wait, whatever it may be. If you can get a fast pass, obviously do it, because um, it is just it's fantastic. It it has great theming. It goes through a a cool story about mm-hmm. Brer Rabbit and. Um, yep. There is this one part on the ride that it's nostalgic for us because we love it. Yeah. Um, but if you're on the right seat after you do the big drop, uh-huh. you kind of turn this corner and there's this water that is pelts it like, down. Is it a frog spitting out water or something? No, I don't know what exactly what it is, but there's this like... It's like a fountain. There's this water that's hitting this rock and it bounces into the... the <laughs> so you're kind of wet from the big drop. And then you, you finally, like, your expectations are of like, okay, we're moving on from the wet thing. Like, I can start to dry off. <laughs> this one person just gets And then pelted. the right side of the log <laughs> just gets pelted. And it's, it's quite frankly, funny, funny now, um, you know, and we always forget about it. And whoever ends up on the right kind of <laughs> takes it. But it's, it's a great ride. It's, it's, it's amazing. And the, the thrill aspect, I mean, it, it's good. It is good. I got a boomerang for Instagram, and I, I felt really bold. I could have dropped my phone. I was very stupid. That is so bold. It was, yeah, I was not, totally did not, yeah, risk totally outweighed the reward of that. I don't even have that many followers, so it doesn't, you know. 
Um, moving on. Number two, Rock and Roller Coaster at Hollywood Studios. This one I'd say is pretty intense. Yeah, this one's the whole probably thing. one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, so what's the premise of the ride? So it's essentially you're in L.A. You're going to an Aerosmith concert. You gotta get there really fast, and so you're in a. They get you an exclusive VIP stretch limo that is the roller coaster, and you're trying to make it to the show quickly. So this roller coaster or this stretch limo is flying and. I think how fast does it go right out of the gate? Like zero to sixty and and yeah, three seconds and it's or so something. Fun. It's actually it's an inside ride. Air it's conditioned. Air conditioned. It's dark, but there's like a bunch of neon signs, so you really do feel like you're on a highway of some sort. So and it, I mean, it's flying, and I mean, you're you will you'll feel feel the the g forces on your chest when you shoot out of that. So fun. Um, that ride, but it is. It's a good one. It that is one really has. Good. I think it's one of the few rides with a loop. In yeah. Disney World. Yeah, and I, I'll be honest. I don't know why, but we always hit it in the morning. Yes, which. <laughs> I don't know why. I think it because it wakes us up. It's like yeah, but it's, it's better it's, than a cup of coffee. Yeah, it it really is. But um, I once did it fifteen times in one trip with my dad. <laughs> That's and I, a funny I don't story. know, man. For I later. <laughs> God bless my dad. I don't know how he did that. Um, he just wanted to get coffee, and Ryan would not let him. I would not. This is like him. when you were seven. Yeah, so seven funny. eight years old. Um, number three, Expedition Everest at Animal Kingdom. This I'll kind of touch on this. This takes place in the in the Himalaya Mountains. Um, Yeti is chasing you up through Mount Everest. Mm -hmm. And um, I think the thrill part of this ride, I mean, you'll go backwards, you're you're flying, you're going probably 40 miles per hour with a lot of um, hairpin turns. But I, you know, on top of the thrill, I think the queue and how well done it is, it's it's worth even waiting in the regular Mm -hmm. line and not even getting a fast pass for because there's so many artifacts that you can like, kind of look at and and they're all authentic which is crazy yeah so disney actually went to i believe it was nepal and bought all the sherpas new gear to trade for their old authentic gear and they put it into the ride and then i've even heard our guide last trip told us that they broke down a sherpa house in nepal and then rebuilt it in orlando on the 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 ride Uh brick by brick back up Um, just to stick with the, the authenticity Which of it is ridiculous. I mean, so cool because they could have replicated it so easily, but the fact that they went all the way to Nepal and spent so much time, it's just it makes it really special. Yeah, it was. I mean, it's but it as for the thrill ride aspect, it's it's again, it's it's, it's pretty intense, but it's boy, it's fun. Back cart, the back seat is is a I different think, the ride. Most, it is a different ride. It's definitely the most. Um, if you're into Getting flung around, <laughs> yeah, around the corners, do the back. Yeah. yeah. Um, wait for the back. Um, moving on. Number four, Space Mountain oh, at Magic Kingdom. So um, this one's a little near and dear to our hearts because uh, now there's Magic Band Fast Passes, so you can't get away with having like 10 in a day. But um, about four or five years ago, we went and... We had 10 Fast Passes for this ride amongst our family at like 10 o'clock or 10 to 11 or whatever. And our family um, wanted to leave. So they just gave all 10 to Ann and I. So we cranked out Space Mountain like five times in an hour. And we just kept getting back on it. And, you know, apparently this ride doesn't go faster than 27 or 28 miles per hour. But it's in the dark. Yes. And it makes a lot of um, sharp turns. Sharp turns. It doesn't ever flip. 
It doesn't um, ever, but I think that the dark sensation yes. and like the yeah. cuttings, the ups, and the downs, the like, lefts, the rights. You're in space, so there's like little stars everywhere, and I think that makes it. Yeah. It's so fun, and it's a very '90s ride. Like the queue is very dated. Very '90s. Um, but it is a it's a good one. It's, Man, it's classic. It is. It's it's. It's a must. I mean, that would be a. A if, tops. If anything, you gotta go on. Space. Yeah, if you're into the thrill, like yeah. you can't miss that no. one. It is just so fun, and I would lot. recommend getting a fast, spending a fast oh, pass 100%, for that. Yes. Um, and then lastly, we're not gonna leave this one out. Oh my gosh. Avatar: Flight of Passage at Animal it's Kingdom. Like number one. Yeah, this. We said there's no particular order, but this was definitely we definitely <laughs> waited on purpose for this one. Um, it's different than anything you'll ever do. I had a friend go on this ride this year who came, who kind of came with us for a day. He lives in Orlando. And we jumped on, he was, he was asking me, Hey, what's it like? It's so hard to, and explain. I was just like, bro, I, all I can tell you is I can't hype it up enough and it'll still be better than that. Yeah. It's a simulated ride. And the whole premise is you're, if you've seen Avatar, you're on a banshee riding through Pandora. Um, and it's, it's so realistic and it's so much fun. This is, this is, is it the latest like big ride at Disney World. Yeah, I think it's the, the so latest. definitely has uh, a, no Toy Story. Oh, Toy Story. But still, it's no, it's very this is better than Toy Story. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I mean, Slinky it's Dog, we so love you. Good. It's your yeah. good ride, but it's it's nothing compared to this. If you're gonna spend one fast pass, yeah, we said that about space, but no, we're going back. Well, I guess it's Animal Kingdom, so it's yeah, a different so it's part. a different day. So I mean, like if you're gonna if you're gonna get one fast pass, you've got to. It's this, and you fly through um, Pandora mm-hmm. on a banshee. And so, it is just... It's so realistic. It's I mean, so you realistic. truly feel like you're flying in this Pandora ro- world and you have the smells and the, like... Yeah, you, you go through you go through water and you, you feel the water hitting you. And yeah. Yeah, you, you sit on this, like, bike-type thing uh-huh. and you feel the banshee breathing in and out. Yeah. And, like, when it stops and then so. you jump off cliffs and you legitimately feel the sensation uh-huh. of going 500 feet down it's crazy and they have a really cool queue as well um, yeah so when and you're waiting in line it's it's well done and and i would recommend watch the movie yeah if you haven't it'll it'll you know it'll really i think it enhances it the does. ride um that wraps up our our top five thrills we're going to move on to top five relaxed attraction again no particular order um number one soren i just it's a good one it's at epcot it's just it's just solid as they come, and and I think one of the coolest things about this ride is you can grandma and a five year old could go. Yeah, on it. you can have a range of ninety years. Right, I'm not sure the height limit, but I would imagine like, it's not terribly I've seen high. little little kids, yeah, yeah, on it. And it's just it's it's kind of a a laid back version of Avatar: Flight of Passage. In no way is it as detailed, but it's just you're flying through the world. Um, going through all these really prevalent places in, in, the, in the world, um, the pyramids in Egypt, um, the Taj Mahal in India, and, you know, Kilimanjaro. You're going through a safari in the Serengeti Plain, and you can see Kilimanjaro in the background. And then they, they do a really good job of enhancing it. Yes. Because they use smells. Yeah. They use the wind the uh-huh. wind glider like they blow wind on your face when you feel like you're yeah, starting to fly faster. Yeah, it's a little bit similar to avatar same, same concept. concept yeah um, just a little dated yes but st- but this one's more family friendly yeah and they updated this one actually the the um imax portion of it 
like the movie. It I used guess, to be soaring over California. Yeah, and they updated it about three years ago. It to needed to be updated. All the way it did because you just realize how much like our eyes have adjusded to, to the HD HD TV, <laughs> and so you could see like all the I could the see grains. all the pickle, pixels yeah. and the grains and whatnot. And, sure. Um, and then lastly, um, the rows are giant. So if you're in a big group, you can everybody can do it together, yeah. which is very rare at Disney World. True. And it's just. It's just classic. I mean, it's you'll relax in it. You can dang your feet dangle. It's another way. You know, you're off your feet. You're yeah. not putting pressure on your feet. Um, number two, Haunted Mansion at the Magic Kingdom. Um, re- oh, Haunted Mansion. How's that relaxed? It's it's not the scariest thing in the world. It's kind no. of like a. It's uh, you know, you're just I can on a, like a conveyor belt essentially the whole time. Yeah, you're just moving real slowly. Yeah. It's highly air conditioned. But the thing is, is it's so awesome because how many times have we ridden that ride? I would say upwards of 25, 30. And we find something new every single time. Yeah. Like literally every single time. Every single time. And and that, you know, it's kind of fun to kind of sit back in the AC and relax and look for different things because it's just, I mean, it's a great ride and it, and it's not like supposed to be the scariest thing in the world there's definitely some aspects that could be scary like the the introduction part with the oh gosh yeah that's a little that's a little morbid but um you know you could take we won't ruin it you can take some little kids on that and um but seven i would say seven and up okay if they're brave (laughs) yeah but the right it's not like i don't think they're intending it to be like no, no, I don't like know. Horror. I have a bad barometer for that, but um, but it, I mean, regardless, it's great. You'll relax in it. You can kind of look around and see different things every time you ride it. You can go on it a few different times and still get a lot out of it. I think, and I think that makes it one of the great rides of of Disney. Um, number three, Pirates of the Caribbean and Magic Kingdom. Um, this is your personal favorite. Oh, I love it. It's. I say that we joke. We say when we retire, we're moving to Orlando, and <laughs> we're gonna both work at Disney World. And this is the ride I would work at because it's awesome. It's a boat ride. Air it's conditioned. underground, air conditioned, yeah. shaded as can be. So right. So you get you get in this little boat, and you kind of go through um, this little Caribbean town, and you see Johnny Depp along the way. Not the real Johnny Depp, but you kind of see him along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, ultimately getting the gold and they burn down this city and the pirates make this big um, fuss at the city and they end up with the gold and it's I mean it's a great little story Um, and you're gonna relax during it yeah it is relaxing and it's it's just again it's like you feel stimulated the whole time because everywhere you look there's something different yeah and you could ride it three or four times and not see the same things Mm -hmm. that you saw the time before or there's different voiceovers or something like that. Like, Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that they put, I mean, they based the Pirates of the Caribbean movies after this ride. So the yeah. fact that they were able to create however many, I lost count, pri- Pirates of the Caribbean movies off of one Disney movie just kind of ex- explains it all for me. Sure. No, it's, man, it's, that's a great one. Um, I'll move on. Number four, the Navi River, River Journey at Animal Kingdom. Um, this is again in Pandora, and it's just gorgeous. I mean, like if if there was a ride that I could like put a cot in the boat and just like 
lay down. Um, There's just so many vibrant lights. And if you've seen Avatar, I think, again, you'll get... It makes a lot more sense. You'll get a lot more out of it because of all the... You'll still like it because of all the vibrant colors, yeah. but you'll you'll be able to recognize different things and be like, "Oh, cool, that's from the movie," um, and it's just it's a long wait. It's a great ride though. Yeah, very um, relaxing. Re- very relaxing and air conditioned. And then they have this animatronic of an avatar of the mom from Avatar, and it is it's built to scale. So avatars, I think, are seven. Yeah, I think they're ten feet. Ten feet. Yeah, ten they're feet giant. Way off. And. Um, I might be wrong, but it's, it's just, it's giant yeah. and it's relaxing. It's, you know, they kind of have this music going in the, the serene music going in the background. It's, it is cool. We usually go there after lunch. Yes. That's uh, a good, yeah. Because you <laughs> tame ride. Don't do, don't do rock and roller coaster. What, what was your rule? The, the swimming pool rule? Yeah. Swimming pool. Yeah. Wait 30 minutes after you eat, before you swim. This oh. is a good, you can just go right into this. Yeah, this is, but, and they don't, you know, you might fall asleep, but uh, it's greatness. And then lastly, number five, Kilimanjaro Safari at Animal Kingdom. We say relaxed. It's bumpy. It is a little bumpy, a little bumpy, yeah. But it's relaxed because it's just like, you're, you feel like you're kind of out in nature. They do a really good job of setting up this, this whole, you feel like you're in the Serengeti plane and you feel like you're just kind of watching animals. Yep. And, um, like I said, the the ride itself it's a little bumpy, and you're not gonna be able to like. You don't need a seatbelt or anything. No, you're not gonna fall asleep or anything either, but it's just you relax. Yeah. You kind of get to look and go through the Serengeti Plain and see all these unique animals. Um, we saw a cheetah and a lion. We this see a lion time, what every we were three so times. so close to five giraffe or four or something like a bunch of giraffes. We're so close. Literally to us this like last time. like three feet from. They're us. beautiful, and and I know Dizzy, they do a really good job to protect these animals and take really good care of them it's almost i think it's, it might be a sanctuary um of some sort sure uh but yeah. you you realize those dizzy animals they live pretty well yeah they live they live very well and they don't have to hunt for food or anything yeah. like that uh but i mean it's great you're gonna relax and enjoy yourself on that one and um it's a, again a, a whole a ride a whole family can do on the same row mm-hmm. and young kids can do it um and you just don't want to miss that. It's one of my favorites. Go in the morning or the late afternoon. I hear is the best times to go. Basically, whenever it's coolest in the day, and if it's cloudy, because um, that's when animals will come out. Right. Oh man, it's it's greatness. Okay, so those were our top five most relaxed attractions. I'm gonna throw in two honorable mentions, just because they deserve to be hit on, <laughs> um, but True. they just didn't crack the top five. Um, the Tower of Terror. Is a thrill ride. Oh, it's a good one. But it is just so well. Like, I could just walk the queue of the Tower of Terror and be content. Yeah. It is um, set in 1939 in this hotel. And, I mean, it's just, it's so well thought out and so well done. And then I love the sensation of drops. And you that's not your favorite. Yeah. For some reason, I've it, I, with age, <laughs> this one is, has made me a little sick to my stomach lately. But... Um, it's still such a blast. Oh, and the, but the the beauty of it, I think, is in the you walk through the hotel and you just everything yeah, on the ride can, is I so can, well done. And I still go on the ride because it's it is so well done and it's still a blast. Yeah, so I want to hit on that, and then this another one I want to hit on the second honorable mention, um, Toy Story Mania. Mm-hmm. And I want to hit on this again for theming. <laughs> this is such a Ryan ride too because Ryan is the most competitive. Mm-hmm 
person, as <laughs> most of you all, I'm sure know. <laughs> and yeah. it is, you can explain the. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's a game. Uh, I want to hit on the cue first because yes, I do yeah. love it for that. <laughs> yeah. Like you walk through and you you feel they make you feel like a toy. Like every connects Uno. Um, Shoots and ladders. They're, uh, yeah, they're oversized. Connect four is oversized, and you're walking through it, mm-hmm. and you're looking around, and you're like, "Wow, I'm," you know. You they do a really good job of trying to make you feel like a toy, and then you go into the ride, and it's a, it's a competition, and there's these little like cheats within the competition that you have to work together for, but you're still trying to beat your partner. And um, if you know me at all, you know I like love competition. Um, and Anne and I split for the first time in a while. Yeah. I beat her the first time and she beat me and it made for a, yep. a disappointing, that's, that's uh, my claim to fame. <laughs> I beat you in Toy <laughs> Um, but that's, it's just, it needed to be mentioned. It's, yeah. It's a, I wouldn't fun. say it's a relaxed ride, especially if you're going with someone competitive. I would just say go for the cue. <laughs> yeah. And I think too. Anyone can enjoy this ride. You don't have to be competitive. You don't have to. It's it... better if you are, though. <laughs> uh, moving on, uh, we're going to kind of hit on our top three restaurants. And look, we know there are more than three good restaurants. This is so hard for us. Leaving off Teppanetto was like the hardest thing yeah. ever. And we'll Teppanetto's. Yeah, yeah. Another, we'll cheat again. Yeah, we'll cheat again. It's an honorable mention. Just know that. It's great. Um, but. First one is Via Napoli. Via Napoli. However you say it. Via Napoli. It's not Napoli. <laughs> is it? Via Napoli. <laughs> we have a joke. Sorry. Um, yeah. Via Napoli at the Italy Pavilion in Epcot. It's it's just good. It's obviously Italian food, pizza. Be careful going for lunch because it. if um, you eat too much, you'll want to fall true. asleep. We kind of changed... Changed it a little bit this year. We got Caesar salad and split a pizza among yeah, three people. Yeah, we, and we didn't feel we that paced tired. Ourselves, we yeah. faced it for the first time in history. Ever. But we always go during lunch. Um, we just have to be careful about it. It's just, oh, man, the pizza, it's flat bread. It's, it does taste like Italian, authentic Italian pizza. And they have great Caesar salad, great calamari, just really good. And the ambiance, too. It's, yeah, they have, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's it's a gorgeous place. And everybody that works in a pavilion in Epcot is from that country. Yes, yeah. So it, they really try and do the authentic feel of it. And it's uh-huh. it's great pizza. So good. Um, and, it, and it feels very authentic. Mm-hmm. Um, our second one, the Boathouse at Disney Springs. We actually missed this this year. We did. But um, it, it rings true in our heart. It is so good it is and disney springs is downtown disney or form formerly known as formerly known as downtown disney and um you go there in the boathouse it it always has a wait yeah and get reservations yeah like you have to get reservations for all of these and you go there and it's a seafood steakhouse and it's just so good and they use these like these butter rolls to start oh you gosh, with and you, it's hard not to fill up on the yeah, rolls they're so then, good they're the rolls Clearly, I like pretzels, but they're pretzel bread rolls. They're sure. different types of rolls, and the butter is that they use even is like, like sweet and s- sweet and salted. It's yeah, it's insane. It's so good. Um, so just to start you off, it's really good, and then you can get this giant dessert called the baked baked Alaska at the end that they kind of set on fire, and it's ice cream. It's so cool. Um, but steaks phenomenal. 
Um, I get the burger. You get the burger. I get always. I get steak and lobster. Yeah, you're surf I, and turf guy. Yeah, I, I spend a lot. That's a place I'll spend a lot though. I um, mean, it's and it's a hundred percent worth it. Um, and all, worth it. Yeah, another <laughs> worth it. All three of these places that we mentioned are not cheap by by any means. So if you go save up and yeah. and do it right, um, in our opinion, that's yeah. again that's our opinion. We we prioritize food, so sure. Um, the number three or the last one, it's definitely not number three. It's my favorite it's meal that one. we go to Disney. Um, La Cellier in Canada. I've never come close to having anything bad there. No, and their service too incredible yeah you know the canadians are like nice thing it's like <laughs> it's true it rains true it at rains least at, disney. at least at disney world and um the steaks are unbelievable really um, good. they have poutine and they kind of like make it their own poutine they use this red wine reduction with french fries and cheese curds and yeah, a little so bit of gravy and it, oh my gosh it's it's amazing and then the lobster mac oh my gosh lobster mac and cheese so good and, and then they have great French fries too, which yeah. I love with my steak. I don't know if I'm alone in that, but I right. you know, go ahead. And going back to lobster mac and cheese, I think sometimes when you, or most of the time when you get lobster mac and cheese, you get more mac and cheese than lobster, but they truly did 50 50 oh, um, lobster mac and cheese. So yeah. they, uh, didn't, they didn't skimp out. It's a rich meal. Yes. So, like, if you're going to eat it, have something a little bit smaller for lunch, I'd yeah, say. And then yeah. go big at dinner. And then just go to bed. Yeah, and then just go because you're going to want to go to sleep. <laughs> I, uh, my recommendation is stay at the boardwalk, eat at La Cellier, walk out while the fireworks are happening, and kind of look, wave, go back, go to your room, and yeah. go to sleep. Or actually go to Ample Hills and go to sleep. But yeah. we'll get there. Um, moving on, that, that rounds up our, our top three restaurants. Again, well, there was kind of an order. Um, La Cellier was definitely the top one. Yeah. Um, and then top three desserts. Um, this was felt like low-hanging fruit, but not in our family. The Mickey Premium Bars. It's a classic. It's just a classic. And we always find ourselves getting one. Yeah. Um, and I, it's no different probably from a Dove chocolate bar. Maybe like 10 a.m. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they're just so good. Yeah, they are. It's just a, it dipped, is, it's a dipped Mickey yeah. ice cream, and it's just it's just good. It is. I'm just, I like, I think part of the thing is, too, is, like, we're very nostalgic. Like, we have these great memories yes. um, of eating these, you know, at 10 a.m. Again, just 10 a.m. Walking yeah, around yeah. the park, so fun. So get get a Mickey Premium Bar, make make a memory. Um, number two, the Strawberry Shortcake at the Hoopty Doo Review. So the Hoopty Doo Review is this, um, the longest-running dinner show in the, in the nation, and it is hysterical, like, absolutely hysterical. Yeah. And to clarify, when it says longest running dinner show, because at first I was like, oh my gosh, is it like five hours long? It's historically, it's been running for how many years? 1978? Yeah, something like that. Just to clarify, because I was like, I don't like that. I don't want to be at dinner first. But the, so they bring you out, it's all you can eat. And at the end of the night, they put out all you can eat strawberry shortcake. And it's like airy. You feel like you're eating nothing. You feel like you're eating nothing, and then there's strawberries and whipped cream, and you just like, and then and it's angel angel food cake. Yes, and, and you just kind of just you just kind of keep eating it, and the waitress walks by, and she's or the waiter, and they're like, we, yeah. and I'm like, yep, go ahead and bring yeah. on another one, it's and you just kind of keep eating it. Really good. And you feel like it's healthy. Thir- yeah, strawberries. Strawberries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the last thirty minutes of the night is is taken up by eating. Yeah, it's so strawberry good. shortcake, and it's fantastic. I, yeah, I can't say enough about that. Like, it's mm-hmm. just, it's really good. Um, and lastly, the crescendo, um, <laughs> Ample Hills Creamery. 
This is located on the boardwalk. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's unbelievable. It's so good. It's the best ice cream. Okay. Shout out to one of my buddies who told me about it, Joey. Um, he, there's one in Brooklyn, and he says, dude, this this creamery just opened up in Disney World. You've got to go. It's called Ample Hills. And he gave me two flavors to get, and I have not varied away from no, either one of those flavors. And that's Nana D's Oatmeal Lace and then the Ooey Gooey Butter Cake. And then you came in clutch I did. about I was, two weeks ago. I was in Central Market, and I walked down the ice cream aisle. And turns out about, I guess, a month ago or so, they started – selling ample hills and pint size and they're like like five bucks a pint but so worth so it. worth it so worth it and it's just if you ever get a chance to go to i would say go out of your way mm-hmm. to go get this ice cream yeah and you will not go wrong yeah nana d's oatmeal lace it's it's like a cinnamon base ice cream and then it has chunks of oatmeal cookie cookie in it and it doesn't have raisins because i don't like raisins and um it's just it's so good, and then um, ooey gooey is a vanilla with a with a butter cake, um, with little chunks of butter cake in there, and it's again oh so good. It's amazing. I split it right down in two. Yeah. I have a system, <laughs> quite frankly, um, and it's it's totally. I would go out of your way to go to Ample Hills. It's on the boardwalk. If you're in Epcot one day, walk out of Epcot, go get your ice cream, walk right back in Epcot, yep. um, because it's worth it. It is. Um, and a couple of things before we go, um, that kind of wraps up our our tops list. And and I just wanted to hit y'all with a couple of things. We're always looking to go with people, so if you're down, come <laughs> on. Um, all are welcome. All are welcome. And then, second, if you're going and you need any advice, I we could steer you in our our yes, our way. Our like we we feel like we have the the best way, but everybody feels that we way. We genuinely enjoy helping talking about Disney World like it has never worked for us if someone asks me hey what should I do I will spend yeah so much time we'll spend gladly. time like <laughs> yeah happily like going through oh you want me to send you our plans and so if you ever need any help please just just reach out it's very simple um and and we'd love to help you out but I just hope you enjoyed this episode of Masses World and I look forward to you joining next time yeah, let's plan our next trip no doubt we'll do it on here next time yeah all right see ya I just want to thank you all for tuning into the show. Again, if you like this podcast, please subscribe and give it a five-star rating or review wherever you get your podcasts. I hope you'll join me next time.